Chapter 8. The Signpost Good grief, said Timothy Bradley, gazing upon the thing with a mixture of awe and bafflement. This is the weirdest signpost I've ever seen. As I said, Timothy Bradley, things are not the same here in Castlevania as they are in your dimension. Boy, I'll say. The sign was normal around the edges. Its stand was of wood, solid oak, from the looks of it, and the frame was wood as well. However, it was the image inside of the frame that was weird. Clouds, said Tim. It looks like just a muddle of clouds. I feel like I'm looking into the twilight zone. He looked over his shoulder. Is Rod Serling hiding anywhere around here, by the way? Twilight zone? Cultural reference, but what good is it going to do in getting our directions to Dracula's chestbone? Just a minute, my friend. Observe. From around his neck, Simon took the leather thong to which was tied the magical ring that had brought him to Earth and to Tim. He picked the ring up between his fingers, and it sparkled with his touch. Tim found himself holding his breath with excitement. There was something righteous and glorious about that ring now as Simon held it forth to the sign. The gold and glitter touched the wood. Tim Bradley gasped with wonder. The clouds exploded with light. Tim had to hold up his hand to shield his eyes. There was violet light, red light, light of rainbow dazzle. And then the light faded into a soft and simple radiance surrounding a face. She had eyes the color of the sky at its most blue, and hair the color of honey. Her skin was soft and pure and clean. She was smiling, but it was a smile of sadness, of melancholy. Linda, said Simon, my wonderful and beautiful Linda Entwistle. You were correct. At night, the signs can become portals into the dimensions where you are imprisoned. Linda Entwistle smiled understandingly at her beloved. I should think that's fairly obvious, darling. But ah, I see that you have successfully brought the hero from Earth here. And my goodness, he is a handsome young man. Tim blushed. Hi, was all he could manage. He has already saved me from Dracula twice, said Simon. But time grows short, Linda. We must seek out the five vital parts of Dracula you have described. The closest, you say, is Dracula's rib. But where is this rib? Linda Entwistle's image shook and quivered as though the signal were a magical television screen and something were interfering with the transmission. There are limits to the power of the ring you hold, my darling, she said. It, too, is affected by the curse of Dracula upon the land of Castlevania. When I attempt to tell you the direct truth of the locations of these parts of Dracula, the message is garbled. Therefore, I must tell you indirectly, through puzzles and riddles. Puzzles and riddles? Simon said cringingly. I'm not too good with puzzles and riddles, Linda. You know that. Yes, my dear. I remember how baffled you were when we played such games as children. However, this is one of the reasons I had you seek the help of Tim Bradley here. Tim, you are good with such brain teasers, are you not? Well, that's what my teachers say, and I do like to do crosswords and stuff sometimes. But I'm not really the best. I don't know why you chose me, she smiled. Perhaps for your modesty. Now, there are people, a kind of static frizzed through the screen, shot with veins of blood red. Different. These will also be told in puzzles and riddles. Stop, said Simon. We didn't get the last part. There was an interruption. Linda Entwistle cleared her throat. I said there are people of Castlevania and the surrounding environs who have learned of the whereabouts of these pieces of Dracula. And they know the howabouts to get them? Precisely. 
You are a sharp fellow, young Tim, she sent him a smile. Tim's pulse quickened. Wow, forget Carol Jantz back home. A guy could really fall hard for a lady like Linda Entwistle. Tim could feel a stupendous crush squeezing in on him hard already. Ah, yes, of course, said Simon. All good Castlevanians would want to rid this land of Dracula. All good people everywhere would want to get rid of a vampire, Simon, Linda had admonished. However, to protect themselves, these people must deliver their messages in riddles and puzzles as well. Understood, understood, said Simon impatiently. Much as I adore you, Linda, we really need to find out the location of that rib. What you need can be found, said Linda Entwistle, where love is joined and Sundays sound. And then, with a flash of colored smoke, the image of Linda's face swept away, replaced by the previous clouds. Where love is joined and Sundays sound, said Simon, scratching his head. Well, now, that doesn't make much sense, Linda. Love isn't a thing, so how can it be joined? And days don't make any sounds as far as I know. All Tim could think was that he was glad this guy had a lot of goodness, bravery, and muscle, because he sure didn't have much in the way of brains. She wants us to go to a church, Simon. Love is joined by marriage, usually in a church, he said. Are there any churches close by? Well, actually, there's one church in Castlevania, so I guess that must be the one she wants us to go to. Let's get to that church before any more of those weird ghouls show up. I enjoyed the energy boost, but I might not be as lucky next time with this sword. Perhaps we can get you another weapon. At least you'll have a choice, if need be. They started off, Tim looking wistfully back behind him at the signpost where Linda and Whistle's face had been.